Tommy, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well, guys. Thanks for having me. How are we doing this morning? Doing all right. Yeah, we're, you know, a lot of people are kind of panicking. A lot of people were bummed about everything that went down uh, last night. Just a really difficult game. Um, I, it's great to hear you, though, because you seem like you're ready for the next challenge. You move on. There's no crying in baseball, right? I think we've uh, we've learned that. No, I've been up since six. I've had about seven cups of coffee. Like I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. There's there's no sleep in this time of year. You know, it's it's uh, constantly thinking back about the game last night, what you can do differently, and then and then moving on, like getting back to work. And I think that's what's made our team so good this year is the ability to separate when when things don't go your way or when things kind of get out of whack like what you can do to kind of to kind of get back on track and and yeah you know there's no doubt about last night was tough and and I think we all know that we all feel that the fans feel that everybody does but you know that's been one really encouraging thing for me just being around this team is how resilient these guys have been and how much they come back with fight and, and ready to continue to compete you're right, Tommy. Resilience has been the trademark of this Cubs team all season long. Adversity struck again last night. You'll see how you respond in the final five games. But I ask you this, from a from a, a clubhouse standpoint, as in your role as, as one of the leaders of this team, along with with David Ross, is tonight a meeting day? Do you do you have what do you have a team meeting to reinforce the importance of of moving on and and or is bringing attention to just how tough last night was? the wrong approach? No, I mean, I think, you know, obviously that's going to be more of a call for, you know, like Rossi and, and what some of the, the veteran players may want to do. But I think, you know, we're constantly having conversations within our, our own departments. And we'll definitely talk to the pitchers today, you know, during stretch and, and catch just about the, the just continuing to do what's gotten you to this point. Don't feel like you have to do more. And that's the hard part in these moments is you feel the, the intensity, you feel the situations continue to rise and guys want to do more. And, and, you know, that was the messaging yesterday for our group is like, what's got us here is is what's going to continue to carry us. And and we don't want to feel like we have to do more than what's gotten us at this point. So, you know, I know there'll be a lot of internal conversations, but to be honest with you, there's a lot that, doesn't even need to be said I think we all kind of understand where it is I think there's importance to be able to move on and continue to focus on what's going to what's going to give us success moving forward we obviously need to learn from from things that happened yesterday and and um you know but today's a new day you know and we have we have five days left to continue to prove that that we belong and that we can do what we want to do this year um you know it was interesting to see you guys set up your starting rotation for for this series, and uh, and obviously we saw Justin Steele last night, and we'll see uh, Jamison Tyon followed by uh, Marcus Stroman in these games. Um, how how did Steele do? It seemed like he would pitch very well, and then he kind of just got tired like immediately. And he's that guy's been just phenomenal this year. He has, he has, and he's carried a, a tremendous load, you know, for us all all season. Continues to go out there and just feel like he he puts his, the team on his back every time he goes out there and competes. And and you guys see him; he's an uber competitor. He he's going to leave it all out there for you. He's going to do everything he has to do to help the team win. And and you know, in the in, it's a it's a good offense, man. This is 
it's right. they're one of the best offenses in the league for a reason. And, and it shows like when you let one little crack, you know, in, in the defense against this team, they're going to punch through and they're going to punch through in a big way. And, you know, I thought the lead off the sticks, you know, he kind of fell behind Pilar and obviously didn't want to walk him, didn't want to, you know, like put guys on for free and just threw that 3-1 fastball hit for a homer. Um, you know, then gets out of Kuna and then Albie shoots a ball down the line. Next thing you know, it's a double and and a long at bat to Riley, um, you know, for the walk. So you know, I went out there, kind of wanted to just slow the momentum down a little bit and just kind of refocus him. And he made a good pitch to Olsen. It broke his bat. He just, Olsen was a good hitter, put the bat on the ball and found, and found a hole. And, you know, that's what good teams do. They just kind of find a, a lot of different ways to, to beat you and a lot of different ways to – to score runs that team always has the threat of the homer um you know up and down that lineup but honestly i mean it's really did a really good job of controlling those first five innings and then just some stuff kind of kind of got out of the you know out, out of whack there in, in the sixth but like i said he's been carrying such a heavy workload for us and and he's been extremely valuable to everything we've done this year you know tommy because of injuries and the fact that we're 157 games into this season everybody kind of understands your bullpen is on fumes and there might be some guys right. who aren't as available or as strong as, as you're typically used to seeing him. And you also have information probably you can't always share about why certain guys are used and certain guys aren't, but can you help us understand Mark Leiter jr. Hasn't been used in a week. And he's a guy that had played a pretty big role in that bullpen for most of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Mark um, obviously has been a huge, huge weapon for us and extremely valuable, especially what he's been able to do against lefties. And, and again, like this time of year, these guys are all on, not, not only are they in feud with us in the season, but they're all on, you know, record, you know, season career uh, innings and right. appearances and all those things. And, and guys are dealing with stuff and we're trying to give them the right amount of time, not put them out there to, you know, in, in a compromised position, um, it's not uncommon, you know, this time of year. Obviously, these guys want to pitch and they want to do everything. They come to the ballpark every day trying to do everything they can to compete. Um, and, and I feel good about where Mark is now. Like, I feel like he's ready to roll and he'll be he'll be deployed as as um, usual, like starting tonight. And, and again, you know, we're just trying to, to – make the best decisions possible with the availability of guys that we have and continue to put guys in the best chance to be successful guys know like this time of year, you're going to pitch, you're going to pitch a little banged up. You're going to pitch injured. You're going to pitch hurt. There's a difference between being, you know, sore or, or banged up versus being injured or the potential of pitching with some injuries. So sometimes you just need a day or two to buy some time to get guys back to kind of a baseline and then build from there. Um, but I'm confident moving forward, he'll be available and, and, and ready to deploy as needed. Yeah. I think that when we watch this and we look at the significance of these games, everyone has this sense of, you know, all hands on deck, anyone, everyone's available because you have to win, but you don't think about, well, no, he was used, and you got to watch that, and you got to be careful. I'm, I know that's your job, and you're thinking about that, but is is there anyone not available? I mean, don't you have to kind of win no matter what at this point in the season? Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. Um, you want to win, um, I would say, at all costs, but you obviously want to – you don't want to lose guys for um, – 
for the potential postseason or even next year, right? If you're if you're up against some stuff that's like you want you need to give guys time. The other thing too, um, these aren't the same stress level innings that guys were facing a month and a half, two months ago, right? Everything's amplified. Everything's more recovery is just not the same. And, and, you know, we're not trying to not pitch guys <laughs> where every night when we know who's available and who can pitch and who can go, we're going to deploy them and use them as, as best as we possibly can. And, and like you said, there's just, there's times where, you know, the, the general public and, and everybody doesn't realize a guy might be down just because of stuff that's going on or things that the trainers are concerned about or things that we're trying to, to manage and navigate. And you're always trying to, to determine, okay, we've got these guys available tonight. This guy's really banged up. Can we buy him a day, use these other guys and, and kind of move forward? And those are the things that you're trying to manage this time of year. But as we know, there's, there's no holding things back. We have five days and, I know I think guys understand that and there's guys that are gassed and on fumes, but they're giving you everything they got when it's when it's their time to go out there. Tommy, last Friday I was one of many who got a little excited when David Ross at the end of his press conference post game kinda had a drop the mic moment and he said, Marcus Stroman's starting tomorrow. I was a little surprised, but I think that you were excited about the possibilities. He went three, gave up three runs and maybe wasn't as sharp as he has been and maybe as he will be uh tomorrow. How would you evaluate his first start out, and what is the mindset going into Thursday start for Stroman in terms of how long you can use him? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought the first start, uh, first inning was great. Um, you know, was kind of in his rhythm, and and sinker was moving well, and slider was good. Um, the, the second inning, you kind of saw him get get a little inconsistent with delivery which is not you know surprising to me for a guy who hasn't had a ton of reps and it's kind of why we wanted to get him back in the rotation is you know when, when he was out in the bullpen it was it was tough like you have him available but you don't know how he's going to respond the next day and then it goes three days without pitching you don't want to get to a point where a guy like Marcus Stroman isn't pitching in four days you know so um, I, I think, you know, seeing him that second inning kind of get into the stretch, get a little inconsistent, you know, with runners on, but was able to, to navigate that and then go back out for the third and kind of work through some things. Uh, I'm excited for where he's at because we've had some time to work between starts now on, on some bullpen stuff, some, some thoughts, you know, about his, his delivery a little bit just to kind of simplify some things and, and, and again, we know when he's right and when he gets on a run, like he, he can be a dominant as one of the most dominant pitchers in the game. So, um, yeah, obviously I'm, I'm excited to get him back in the mix or excited for, you know, to see him go out there on Thursday and do what he does. When we talk about Tyon, obviously you'd love to get some length out of him tonight with, with Marcus tomorrow and the uncertainty as to, as to how, um, how long he's able to go. Um, have you talked to him? Does he know that going into the game and, and, uh, and and how does he look right now? He had a great start last time out. Yeah, I yeah, you know, I think that he definitely understands that. And and you know, when you talk about um preparing for a game, you know, the last thing you want to put in the guy's head is like, Hey, I need I need eight, you know, how do you simplify that? It's like, you know, let's not waste pitches, let's try to get early count outs tonight and, and see how the game kinda kind of takes it, how it dictates, you know, uh, usage and, and stuff moving forward. I think these guys understand where we are. They understand, like, Steely last night said the same thing. Like, he wants to go until he physically can't go anymore. And 
these guys are going to give you everything they have every time out. So um, I'm fully prepared for, for Jamie to go out there and take the ball and, and, and want to pitch nine, you know, if <laughs> he's got the ability to do so. But, um, yeah, trying to, again, I think it comes back to not, letting guys think they have to do too much. You know, it's like going into the game, you think I got to go nine. Next thing you know, you have a 25 pitch inning and you're like stressing about it. You know, we need to just simplify the thought process there and continue to do what's gotten these guys to this point. So Adbert Alzali apparently, according to reports, had a uh, live session on Sunday at Wrigley Field, the high intensity workout. Uh, is the live batting practice the next step for him? And you envision him being able to, take the mound before the season's over. Yeah, I, I actually um, do. I think, you know, we're hoping that in the next day or so, we're going to face some live hitters um, and then hoping that we get him back for the Brewers series at some point. Um, I, I think, you know, all the, the progress he's been making, everything's been feeling good this time of year. It's like literally day to day. Like if he comes in today and feels good, you know, and, and everything is, you know, the boxes are getting checked by the medical staff and everybody who may face, you know, hitters today or tomorrow. So, um, and we're going to do it in a fashion to where we know that if he hits that and, and feels good coming out of it, that, you know, maybe a day off and right in there or two days off and right in there. Like we, we know, we know what the deadline is. We know what we're looking at. So obviously it's going to be day to day, but we're really happy with how he's progressing. And obviously he wants to get back as soon as he can. Tommy, I know you're focused uh, entirely on what's going on. You don't have time for other things, but I imagine if you were, uh, if you had a moment on uh, Sunday, you kind of enjoyed seeing your Chiefs uh, uh, do a number on the poor Chicago Bears. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I didn't uh, pull a Dustin Rhodes and get in my car and drive around, you know, during the game uh, <laughs> just because I just wanted the Chiefs to continue to win. But, um, <laughs> But, hey, I'm just, you know, bringing levity to the situation, right? Like, yeah. That's why we love our fans, and that's why we love sports, because everything you do, you know, it's like, gosh, I should have stayed and watched the game. I should have been able to do this. But, um, no, you know, we got to, we got to watch, the, watch the, the game on the flight, you know, heading down here. And, and yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, shoot, it's, it's fun time of year. Fun time of year for all kinds of sports. So no, me being a Chiefs fan. No, no concerns. No in the car, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tommy, that means no concerns about Taylor Swift distracting Travis Kelsey. Oh, look at no? that. There you go. Oh, the Swifties are out in full force. I mean, we've never had so much uh, Chiefs bandwagon fans now. Um, it's fun. It's, it's hilarious just to see the – my my daughter's in fourth grade. She said that on Monday, all they did, all the kids talked about was Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, and half the kids didn't even know like who Travis Kelsey was. At least, you know, like, <laughs> the kids in her class. So, That's great. Uh, pretty 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 funny to see. That's uh, great. Awesome. His jersey sales through the roof. Yep. So it's it's working. Whatever they're doing, it is. <laughs> Tommy, th- thank you, buddy. We really appreciate your time. I love how upbeat you are, and uh, I hope that's more than just the coffee. This should be. Uh, a fun opportunity, and hopefully the Cubs get it right. Best here. of luck, Tommy. No, I appreciate it. This is this is what you work all year for. So if you're not going to enjoy it, you're not going to be ready for it, you're not going to be prepared, like what's the point? You know, that's kind of where my head's at. But I appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me, and, and have a great day. You, you too. too, buddy. That is Tommy Hadovy. That's awesome.